0: You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English. Hello, it's Ruv English. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company once again. I've come back to a place that my partner and I came to about four years ago, I think. And I spent quite a lot of money here because I'm in a bookstore, the old bookstore in Flattery in the Westfjords that sells books by weight, and I got a bit carried away, and I didn't realize how much books weigh. So I ended up with <laughs> quite a lot in my suitcase and spending a fair bit of money on some beautiful old books here in the old bookstore in Flattery. I'm with Ava, who is looking after things. Ava, hello. Hi. When I got here a few minutes ago, you had a rush of tourists, a rush of visitors.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a quite popular and quite busy, especially in uh, cruise ships days, yes. when the cruise ships come into to each take a bus here too. And some here.
0: some boats will come here as well, you were saying, to the Flattery.
1: Yeah, then some of the boats will, will port here, but that's only the smallest one and only maybe two times a year. But, but we have approximately 200 cruise ships coming
0: into each village. And I'm very glad that they come here because they see, I think I'm right in saying, the oldest st- shop in Iceland.
1: Yeah, so we say it's the oldest original store in Iceland, started by my great-grandfather 1914. So it's been a family business for 109 years now, and I'm the fourth generation to take over the business, ah. always in the same building, same interior from day one, same family, and we can even trace every penny that's gone through the business really? from day one. Yeah. We have all the letters.
0: I can see some of them up there, actually, on the wall. I mean, I remember this being a beautiful building as much as anything else. That the room that we're standing in now, this is where you used to have all of the old books that were sold by weight, and you've moved them through to the other side.
1: Yeah, like, uh, yeah we've been running the store for 109 years, and we were always changing our uh, uh, stock, both books and other products. So I, uh, yeah, this uh, spring I rearranged the store. So I put on um, some new shelves in the entrance and put all the second-hand books there and, and keep the new books and, and local products and other products yes. inside of the old store.
0: And in here, there are some beautiful products that you can buy. Look, I, I, it's the second time I've seen that chocolate. That's made in Sudheri, isn't it, or in Sudervik rather?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, made yeah. in Sudervik. Yeah, yeah. And there you find all the the best products from the Westfords, all here in this shop. Yes. Then we also import a lot of products from all around the world, all from companies that are more than a hundred years old. So we've been operating for 109 years, and we trust other companies <laughs> that can do the same thing. And then it's usually like a high quality products with yes. great history and and fits our store very well.
0: Well, this is a beautiful shop, but uh, you know the heart of it I think is still the old books. So can we take a wander around and uh, move to the move to where the old books are? Where do you get them from
1: uh, people just bring them in really yeah and maybe yeah people people are moving or someone yes. passed away or or something and then instead of throwing them away they bring them in here and i sell them cheaply by weight so they're all sold by weight yeah all 2nd books are sold by weight
0: do you ever get something that you, that comes in that you think this is too good to be sold by weight this is a very special book that i have
1: uh sometime like if i'm personally interested in them i, I take them for myself but still, we sometimes get very valuable books, and I still just put them in the shelves on the same price as every other books. and if people know the value of the book, they just get lucky and can, yes. can <laughs> yeah buy it on
0: a yeah, very cheap price. Yes. And these are all in Icelandic pretty much, I think, are they?
1: Yeah, like 95% of them are in Icelandic, but there are yeah, a few in, in other languages that yes.
0: slide along. So has there been a a book that's come along that's really surprised you and made you think, wow, that's that's really special?
1: Yeah, well, for example, I got, I got a book in here that was the first edition of first uh, poet book of uh, Halldór Laxness. Mm. Mm. That was very old bill. Well <laughs> and I yeah, sold it to my friend for yeah, uh, charging for just the, the weight of it, which yeah. was like 150 grams, 150 <laughs> kroners. But he demanded to, to pay a little bit more, and I accepted that. I think that's fair
0: enough. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the, the building then, if we may. Um, I, I've, I've got a memory of being through here. Now, this is the... We can go in here, can't we? Yeah. This is the area of the house that is still set up as a house. So just remind me who lived here.
1: Yeah, so uh, one half of the building is the store, then the other half is the the original home of my great-grandparents, and absolutely nothing has been changed here since they passed away. So they moved into the store in 1915, my great-grandfather passed away in 1950, and my great-grandma in 1983. And after my great-grandfather passed away in 1950, my great-grandma didn't change anything. And then when she passed away in 1983... It has been standing like this ever since. So it's pretty much has been standing this for like 70, 80 years without any so tensions.
0: This is what an Icelandic home would have looked like in 1950.
1: Yeah, like a upper class uh, yeah. a home. Like they were, of course, the shop owner of the village. So they were quite wealthy compared to other people. So this is like a very cultural, educated and... and yeah, upper, upper class home. Yeah. 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 A lot yeah. of books and um,
0: yeah. And a lovely bookcase, a beautiful bookcase on which these books are standing. There's a beautiful chair here. Moving into what would have been the dining room.
1: Yeah. So this is one uh, this is the dining room. Yeah. And this was the main uh, like living room, the the other uh, room that we were in or more just used on Sundays and when some guests were here, but this is where they would spend most of the time. There's the a beautiful
0: kitchen. radio there as well. Does that work?
1: Yeah, it works. I've <laughs> <laughs> we'll listened to Roof here. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I'm glad, glad to hear it. So, so this has been receiving Roof for as long as Roof has been on the air by the sounds of it. Yeah, pretty
1: much.
0: We're going to the kitchen, which is always fascinating when you're in the sort of environment that is set up to take you back to a particular time. So this is the kitchen as it would have been in, in 1950.
1: Yeah, nothing has been changed and of course, like, they moved in in 1915, and back in the days, people didn't change every day. So it is pretty much the setup it was when it was, 1915 as well. Yes. So there hasn't been made any adjustments, maybe. Some new equipment, slightly. So what's the this? The is uh, a food mixer. Yeah. <laughs> pretty old one. Still works.
0: Does it? Yeah. It's, it's a food mixer that looks like the kind of food mixer that would be sold very excitedly in the 1950s to smiling American housewives.
1: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> And yeah. it's also like it's a food mixer, it's a meat grinder, you could do everything that you needed to do back in the day, just within yeah. this one machine.
0: And tall storage jars up here as well, there's a toaster in fact, is it, or a toast rack?
1: Yeah, so this is a toaster that only toasts one side at a okay. time, you need to right. <laughs> flip it.
0: <laughs> and so, your great-grandmother, they passed away in, in 83, yeah. and everything had been left as it was since 1950, mm-hmm. why was it decided to preserve it as it was?
1: Well, it wasn't decided. Uh, it just not, happened. It just happened, yeah. Well, like, she passed away, we kept the store running, and and then uh, just, yeah, decades flew by, and we never packed down her stuff.
0: <laughs> so you didn't feel, you didn't think, well, we'll use this as part of the shop or for storage. It just made sense to leave it as it was.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this yeah. has only been part of the... Uh, has only been open for for visitors, probably for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So just recently, we opened up the door, like we realised people find it so interesting when sometimes the door was open and people were like, whoa, what's this? this?" It it,
0: it really is because you can tell it's not a
1: recreation. This is it as it was. Yeah. And this is probably the oldest preserved home in Iceland that hasn't been recreated or or put together from many houses on a museum. This is just the... The and this well, this
0: would have been a prime property, I guess. I mean, the view is pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, the view from all the houses on this street is quite amazing. Yeah. And this is like one of the oldest preserved streets in Iceland. All of the houses were built eighteen eighty up to nineteen hundred, and it's pretty much like intact. Like there hasn't been much changes to the street for yeah, yeah. hundred and, what forty years. Yeah.
0: Well, what do visitors to the bookstore make of this when they see it? What do they think of it?
1: They are just mind blown. They feel yeah. like they are time traveling.
0: <laughs> that's it, that is really what it feels like t- travelling to a time before i was born before you were born as well i guess but it it really does have that feel doesn't it
1: yeah absolutely and it's so precious for me of course like both uh, my great grandparents passed away before i was born so in a way like being able to spend the time in their home as it was yes. you feel like i know them quite well even though i never met them
0: and the photos that they have up on the wall then you know who these are and and how they fit into... Because this takes us even further back. How do these people in the photographs fit into the family?
1: Yeah, so those, those are all just family mem- members. And we have, for example, a photo here of my great-great-grandparents. photo from, like, 1880. So, so yeah, all just the family photos back in the days.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a real obvious sense of history in this room and in the next room, and then through, of course, into the bookstore as well. And... As I say, we first visited here about four years ago, I think. And even in that time, you will have seen visitor numbers increase hugely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When I took over 10 years ago, the business wasn't doing that well. We had few customers, hardly any book sales. And for example, like first summer we had three thousand visitors, and we expecting twenty thousand visitors today. Ten years later, mm, in just ten years, yeah. yeah. And both, uh, of course, Westfjord has become more popular among tourists, more cruises coming in, mm-hmm. and also this uh, bookstore has managed to put it on a map. So people even travel to Westfjord just
0: to to visit the oldest original store in Iceland. I think as well as the road network improves, there are still lots of problems with the roads in the Westfjords. But as it as it gets better, people are more willing and more likely to come off route one aren't they and head west
1: yeah and i feel it already because they have been made few improvements of the road already and i can feel that in the in the numbers and the visitors of visitor, visitor, mm. the here, the vestuaries and the flood yeah. there, so so that's go- only going to increase
0: and do many visitors buy lots of books to take back as a genuine souvenir
1: yeah of course, a lot of people want to buy a book from the oldest bookstore in Iceland. and get it stamped by the bookstore and yes. it's a nice souvenir and something that you can enjoy and, and use as well.
0: Do you know what the oldest book you have is then to sell in the in the oldest yeah. store in Iceland?
1: Not what I have for sale, but there's a lot of books around yeah. like 1900, 1890, 1910. But the oldest book in the apartment is almost 300 years old. Really? Yeah, it's been with the family since 1730, old Bible and you, that is not for sale no, <laughs> no
0: You've got lots of copies of the sagas here Lots of different editions of the sagas
1: Yeah, yeah it's always a popular topic here in Iceland yeah, yeah.
0: Back into the the newer part, I guess Which which was the old part, I, but it is it is the newer part You've got some customers here, I don't want to cut across you <laughs> No worries <laughs> Let me catch up with a couple of those visitors You're here from New York
1: Yes, New York City Hi, what's your name? Anya
0: Jess What do you think of this place that you're in? Uh, it's delightful
1: Oh, well, It's incredible. I mean, this has such an amazing range of, um, I suppose, things related to books and things not related to books and related to Iceland. Yes. It's amazing.
0: Did you deliberately want to come here? Did you know about this place?
1: We found out about it at the campsite we stayed at last night. We saw a poster and we we're like, we have to come here. So, yes, but not as a destination that we knew about before we came to Iceland.
0: Is this, I mean, it sounds like you're book lovers then, are you? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: um, you be aware that books are sold by weight here.
1: I found that on the way in, yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Do you have enough baggage allowance?
1: Well, we brought a lot of um, food for camping. So by the end of the trip, yes, (laughs) because we will eat our way through our luggage allowance. (laughs)
0: There we go. So eat eat all the food, come back here and buy the books. Exactly,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) You're selling a book called 150 Bookstores You Need to Visit Before You Die. You're number 111.
1: Yes. (laughs) So that's quite amazing. Uh, This book was just published, 150 Bookstores You Need to Visit Before You Die. And we are part of that books, bu- book, uh, and with all the greatest, best bookstores in the world, that's quite amazing for a tiny bookstore in the middle of nowhere yeah. to be featured and recognized in, in a book like this.
0: And those numbers you mentioned, they're just going to keep growing, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Up to yeah. a certain uh, limit. like It's a tiny bookstore. I don't want to <laughs> get too busy, but, <laughs> but
0: a man is at the moment, and I can do a little bit, yeah, I can... Yeah. take care of a little bit more customers and, and you aren't running out of books either by the signs of it you've yeah. got plenty coming in too
1: yeah, yeah. there'll be plenty of books for everybody
0: Ada. <laughs> thank you so much it's been a real treat to come back here and have a look around once again and and see how it's changed just in the last few years and as i say you've got visitors coming in all of the time so i'll let you get on with attending to their needs yeah thank you very much Ada. thank you always a pleasure Thank you, sir. This is Roof English, and I'm Darren Adam. Get in touch with us anytime we're English at RUV.is.
1: You're listening to the Roof English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to RUV.is English.